in three, two, one, you're live. I think we're live. We are live. Hi, my <laughs> name is Michelle Moross. <laughs> and I'm Brian Swanson. We are Denim and Pearls. We are business casual. With pearls of wisdom. From the basement with all the records. Yes. <laughs> From the porch. From the, but the porch. porch. We cannot leave out the porch because the porch is so important to what we do. It is exactly what we do. It's about being free and talking and uh, what goes on the porch stays on the porch kind of thing. It's like Vegas, but smaller. <laughs> Vegas, but smaller? <laughs> the porch is a lot smaller than Vegas. It is a lot smaller than Vegas. It, it's like a TARDIS. <laughs> bigger on the inside so our topic today is papa's got brand new bag yeah james brown mood i can't do no no that would be michael that's michael ee yeah that's james brown anyway help me help me help me so papa's got a where are we going with this one you'll never know well actually what we're talking about today is i was laughing at brian because brian is an insurance guy and you would never know by looking at me <laughs> and when i met him he would always remind me you know i do insurance right mm -hmm. well well as time has gone on we were doing our podcast and people are, uh, we're doing our podcast live at bars and stuff mm -hmm. and people were like oh can you play music because we play music mm -hmm. And then the next thing you know, he's playing music at these bars. and All then, the time. <laughs> and that's the whole Papa's got a brand new bag that you start off doing one thing and then you accidentally stumble into something else. And now, so Brian, what are you doing for the next several weeks? I mean, karaoke, karaoke, <laughs> like he's the karaoke king right now because he's doing all these KJ shows. And I was giggling at the fact that sometimes what you are destined to do is not what you even want to do. I mean, it, it, you're good at it, but it's always been a side piece of play thing. So you are now doing a lot of karaoke. Mm -hmm. I mean, and he's the sound guy. I mean, when we want anything fixed for sound, I do, and eh, Brian, can you come up and fix the sound for me? Or if we're doing anything, it's always Brian. He's but, an insurance guy. But remember, I do insurance. <laughs> but he's an insurance guy. <laughs> and investments, too. So not only can I protect your assets. <laughs> I can help you create assets. And he can help you do Ooh, videos. I just, that's, a, I never thought of that. That That's a good 30 second elevator pitch. That's a brilliant, I never, down, quick. I never thought about, I'll just really say it and I'll think, I'll remember it later. Okay, you have to listen to the show again. I can create your assets and protect your assets. I'm going to write this on here. <laughs> create, create and protect your assets. Assets. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, we wrote that down so we don't forget. But how often does that happen to you? I mean, so I was laughing because the same thing happened to me. I'm a speaker who likes to sing in my speeches and my talks. Mm -hmm. And now it seems to be shifting because now uh, Brian and I are just talking to this awesome guy over here in Colorado Springs about making my first singing album that's going to develop. It's going to do debut la, 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 la. in Dubai in November. <laughs> and so we both are doing our thing that we make our money on and both have side gigs that we were doing also... things differently. Yeah. It's well, just... I really, when you first, when we first brought this up and when we were talking about it, the first thing I could think of was all these people who do different product sales. And they go from one MLM direct sales company to another oh, one. Yeah. And I always thought it was because they were searching for the right thing for them. Maybe it's because they think that the right thing is there. So they do the switch. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. So what are you doing that you side hustle something else that you really kind of like doing? I mean, I met a girl, uh, a woman. Actually. Not everybody starts out to be a gangster is what you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I have I met a woman at a, an event and she was doing one thing. I think she was, a, let's say she was a lawyer. And on her weekends, on her days off, she would make these door hangers. She would uh, make artificial, uh, take a wreath from like a store and they would, she would decorate it and make it pretty and like put a welcome sign on it. Crafty she, things. Very crafty things. And she was making them for herself. And then her friends would say, oh, can I have one? And she would make it for them and give it to them. And basically she kept slowly making more and more of these door hangers. Well, she's a lawyer and she's meeting business people and they're like, oh, what's on your door? Oh, I want one of those. And so what she realizes, she was making all these door hanging welcome signs and things on the side as a lawyer. And she says, I would go to work and get anxiety and come home and make these these wreaths and do, oh, I just, I love making them so creative. And then she went, I'm in the wrong job. I mean, just because I'm a lawyer, just because I went through all the school, went through all the school, spent all the money, got all the student loans. Yeah, just and I, I paid my loans. You know, she's paid them all off, and she says, it wasn't where my passion lay anymore. And so she moved, and now she has this business that has completely exploded, making door hangers. She's a lawyer. She didn't let the fact that has it overcome her previous uh, income. Yes, she she stopped being a lawyer. Oh, okay. Then. So that is what's so cool about it. You, I think you're about to do something crazy with the whole KJ thing that he's going to do. I'm a KJ. Yeah, I also do insurance on the side. And I'm going to be saying I'm a singer and I speak on the side. And what are you doing? So what, honestly, what started all of this, and this is, this is how our brains work. No, I'm this a, is how your brain works. <laughs> I'm a friend's house and I'm looking for chocolate. I'm looking for chocolate. And his daughter makes the most amazing, Buckeyes. they're called Buckeyes. And they're basically <laughs> chocolate with like crushed. No, peanut butter. Peanut butter. Well, peanut butter, peanut butter and crushed in graham crackers and then dipped in chocolate. Yeah, that's I the simple recipe. I am addicted to them. And so I'm like in his kitchen doing, where are the Buckeyes? <laughs> I mean, where are the Buckeyes? It's the wrong time of the season. I've tried to tell you that. Christmas should be every day. It should be like, it start that Buckeye season doesn't start till Thanksgiving. Christmas should be every day. So if your daughter is watching, Christmas should be every day. So this is, what started, this is what started it all. I was looking for chocolate. And what's funny about it, his daughter has her own job. She does her own thing. But her side thing is she loves to bake. And she is exceptional, exceptional at baking. And so my thought is. You haven't tasted her sourdough, have you? Yes, I have. <laughs> I liked it. And she made like <laughs> I only tease because I not I'm not a big fan of sourdough. However, I find out that you can do many things with it. Yes. I did not know that. Yes. So my so thought learned. with this is she has a side gig that during the holidays, she is selling buckeyes like a crazy woman. I mean, but she bakes these things, loves to bake them, and then sells them and makes a profit. And what's beautiful about that is she doesn't even notice that it's really a side gig that she could blow mm-hmm. up into something bigger. And so I think well, it all you- of you out there, you're all doing your thing. Do you have a side gig that's really your passion? And because you think it's not going to make a lot of money, you 
push it to the side and only do it for for friends and family and then well i don't think I, I think people who think about that don't think about it not making money or making money they're not in it for that they're in it for the passion but you know they say that you should build your business around your passion around what you but want. I, I in this case i don't think my daughter necessarily wants to be a baker and own a what do they call those not a candy store what do they call them when they confectionery she doesn't want to be a confectionery but she can do a holiday confectionery and she can take orders throughout the year and for for holidays and say holiday pre parties and pre-order and then she already knows what she's going to order i mean make and create and have little boxes and send them out to people just what is that like there's like william <laughs> and david or david and larry or it's some harry, and david, harry and david she could be her own little harry and david that only happens around the holidays because <laughs> i would keep her in business with buckeyes just by myself now because yeah, those are kind of things they're like they're they're like um Girl Scout cookies. Yes. You can take them, stick them in a freezer, and they're still good afterwards. Unfortunately, <laughs> I eat them out of the freezer. That's oh, actually the best way to do and it. And actually, Dakota just, Dakota is, a, he's doing Etsy digital art. Yes. So Dakota does his thing. And then he found that he likes the drawing and doing it digitally. And he's gotten very, very good at it. Matter of fact, he's building a book for children uh, based on Think You yeah, Grow Rich, Yeah, he's going to be right? done before mine is. Yes, he will, because he's acting on it. Oh, he's obsessing on it. He's obsessing on it. And that's good. <laughs> that's a good obsession. We talked about that at one point in time. But anyways, what do you love to do? Add that to whatever you're doing now. I have to play contradictory to this. You always do. Because you're you are right. However, comma. Once yeah, you start I'm not saying that. I didn't say that. I didn't say yeah, but <laughs> anyhow, I used to DJ and I did it for a long time. I did it for 10 or 15 years, something like that, whatever. And then I quit doing it for a while. And then I went back at it and I'm doing it again. However, I do remember that when I had the business. I couldn't find the business. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't get the gigs. I had a business doing DJing and I couldn't find the gigs. It was something, it was either in me, I didn't work hard enough. I mean, there's probably tons time of, of, it, it's time of tons day. of excuses. But now I do it and I do it kind of for fun, a little extra income, and then now everybody wants it. So do I actually make it a formal business? Because if I make it a formal business, then what? Do you realize what I said? I said, add what you love to what you do now. I didn't say quit what you're doing. Well, insurance and karaoke don't really go together. No, you've added it to what you're doing. Well, yeah, you've of added, course. You've added the karaoke to your business. There's business and there's pleasure. And the, right. his pleasure is music. So he still has his business, but he does pleasure with music and on top of that, he gets to hang out with all of his friends. Right, but if I turn it into a formal business and do all of those fun things, LLCs and marketing and yada, yada, that, yada, yada. That, well, I've been doing this for two years. You realize that, right? I know. Uh-huh. You need to do a DBA as DJ Wildlife. Right, but do I make it a formal business? Because if I make it a formal business, now I feel like it's not going to do anything. Oh, so the fear of it's failure, fear once, of failure you make it, in that once you make it official. Right. Uh, it's, it's like you can always make the greatest salsa in the world and start marketing and everybody can tell you to go out and market your wonderful salsa. Then as soon as you make it, nobody buys it. Well, the good thing about, <laughs> I mean, about America just... <laughs> and our tax laws is you're not making enough money as a KJ to even call it a business. So keep having fun. 
Well, that's that's not all the point. I mean, it there's that there is that fear. I wouldn't call it necessarily failure, fear, fear of failure. It's the fear of making it jinxing the audience. Yeah, basically. Exactly, it's I, making it formalizing it. Well, just like with me and my music, I love to sing. I mean, I will sing. 24-7 if I was given the chance of someone didn't like make me shut up every once in a Until while. Until six months later when you decide. <laughs> Never mind. Well, but that's my thing is I would sing all the time. But I remember when I wanted to sing originally, I went, there's so many singers out there. I mean, and I sound like a radio. So why won't they just play the radio? And so that's why I never really. Well, you have that it. sparkling personality to go with it. We've already determined this. A woman who can walk into a room full of people that are ne uh, networking and everybody knows the room goes quiet. I mean, I always thought those people were fictitious. <laughs> and what do they call that when you have that? It's what you have a. She's got the look. No. Um, well. It factor. Or it's the like it that. factor. It, I, there's a word for it. I always forget what it's called. But Magnetism. Anyhow, yeah. You walk into a room and you just dominate the room. You know, it's like your aura precedes you going into the room. Me, I walk in the room and they're wondering where my aura is. <laughs> it's kind of like I said the other day, you know, I can't hit, couldn't hit the side of a bar. And well, heck, I couldn't even couldn't find, find the bar. He was in the wrong field. <laughs> you know I mean? So my thing, though, is what you think is ordinary. My friend um, Gary Barnes says it. What you see is ordinary. Other people see as extraordinary. Yes. And what. Brian can do with music is extraordinary. I mean, if you ever get the chance to be in a room with him while he's doing any KJ or music and you get a chance to be on a or microphone, speakers conference, yeah. yeah, you will sound better because he is behind <laughs> that soundboard. And actually, if you want that chance, I'm going to do a, a shameless plug on both of us, actually. Ooh. We're going to be in Kansas City speaking. Oh, that's right. When, when is that event? July August. 20, August 24, 25, 26. Something it's like called that. the Becoming the Best You Conference. And we are both speaking, but he is also controlling the sound that day. So we are all going to sound amazing. And I can guarantee you I'm going to sing because <laughs> I'm going to sound really good with, with Brian at the Yeah, but see, you're spoiled with me giving you a headphone mic. You're not going to use a headphone mic. I do just fine with the handset. <laughs> But that's the thing is what you see is ordinary. And he says, yeah, I just do music. I'm just really good at it. It's extraordinary. Anyone who comes into um, the Buzz Crow Bistro here in Colorado Springs, when we're there at karaoke every Tuesday and Thursday night, plug, plug, they all I, come in and do, holy smokes, I sound really good in here. Well, I got a compliment last night, too. No, I didn't tell you this. No. Yeah. One of, one of the folks that comes over and does karaoke and stuff and hangs out at the bar and things, he said, Bistro, he, excuse me. At the bistro, yes. He says he is that I have them spoiled mm -hmm. because now they'll go over into another um, bar venue or whatever, and it sounds like garbage. And he says, I just, I, I mean, I come here and it sounds great and phenomenal. And I don't, you know, I think I can actually sing. Whereas I go to someplace else, the sound is terrible. It's too loud. It's too nasty. And I sound like garbage. He says, so we're spoiled. Brian has spoiled us. Brian has spoiled us. And so that's my other thing when people are like, oh, you should make an album. I do. Maybe I only sound good because Brian's around. So that's <laughs> why I, I tend to sing acapella out to the side to make sure I still sound good without him. Now, that's an interesting thought. I like that. That, that makes my ego go. Good. You only sound good because of me. 
No, we've, we've tested this in other places. But the thing is, is that's what scared me for the longest time. It's like, oh, you need to make an album. I do. But I don't have Brian at the at the soundboard. And so it, it was holding me back because I was afraid that if he wasn't behind the soundboard, I would sound tor- terrible. And um, right. you know, we found that I actually do sound pretty good. Oh, geez. I was going to take all the car- credit for that one. No. I was hoping I could get paid as a, you know, a technician or something like that. They make well, a lot more money than pr- a karaoke you, DJ. You probably could, actually. <laughs> but then you'd be locked in a room without people and only talking to like two people who are saying nah, that wouldn't be any fun for you. But well, you were thing. mentioning Dakota earlier. Him and I were talking yesterday. He said he was going to sit down and learn some of the stuff that I know. Good. Which is great, which is fantastic. And I know he's listening, so I'm going to still say it the way that I think it goes. There's certain things that the books are not going to teach you. Mm-hmm. There's certain things and tricks and habits and that I've gained and garnered over the last 30, we're a year 33 now. You know, there's all these little things and I can't teach those. It's like somebody asked you the other day. You, you can teach them. It's just not in a book. It's well, it's not in a book, and there's experience. some things you just can't. Yeah, it has to be experience. Well, it's just like you said, you know, the other day, somebody asked you how you could teach them your magnetism, your whatever. Yeah, someone asked me, and it's like, teach me how to take the room like you just did. And I went, you can't do I can't. it. That's part of me. I can teach you how to take the room in your way, in your way, but not in my way. And that's right. huge because everyone's different. Well, everybody's different. And some people just don't have that. Genesequa. That's a good word for it. That's not the word I was looking for. I'm still trying to remember the word. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, that genesequa is a, it's a fantastic word for what you have. It's French for whatever you have. For whatever you have. So somebody needs to look that word up. Yeah, I, if I you can spell it. it yeah, may, maybe maybe Siri will understand it. <laughs> so we came on Mojo. Oh, that's another good word. Yeah, yes, Mojo. Mar- thank you. Mojo. That's that. still not the word I'm looking for, but it's still a good word. That's a good word. It's better than Genesequa. I don't know. We'll have to look up the word Genesequa versus Mojo. Hey Siri. <laughs> so oh Siri's listening. What does Genesequa mean? Oh, you want me to actually do it? Yeah, hey Siri. Oops, mine's looking. Hey Siri, what does je ne sais quoi mean? Je ne sais quoi means a quality that cannot be described or named easily. There you go. <laughs> a quality that cannot be described or named easily. They just have a something. So I couldn't spell that to save my life. You see how that's spelled? Yes. <laughs> do you have something that you do so naturally that you don't even think it's a talent? Well, we usually don't know that until somebody points it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like grandma always made the best apple pie or grandma made the best whatever or mom made the best whatever. They didn't think anything about putting it together and marketing it. Yeah. You know, who's got the best cinnamon rolls? You know, not me. <laughs> well, I can make a who, mean adobo and a mean synagogue. That's well, the but who's, who's got the who's the famous cinnamon rolls? Cinnabon. Was that a grandmother's recipe? Probably. You know, and somebody said, "Hey, you could actually make money off of that." Yeah, there's there's a lot of things like that that started like that. Um... <laughs> Dakota's trying to find my word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Charisma spark. Charisma. Uh, charisma. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you, Dakota, for helping us with our. Did he put charisma there? Yes, yeah, he did put charisma. That was the word I was looking so, for. What do you do so well that you don't even realize it's a talent, but everyone tells you, oh my gosh, you are the best at? 
-hmm. And that is what Brian is finding out. Yes, he left that whole DJ business for years mm -hmm. and has stumbled back into it as a fun By pastime. accident. Fun pastime. And I think it's beautiful because we get to hang out as friends and sing and just have a great time. Until you look at me and say, don't play that song. Don't put that on for me. Why'd you put that on? I want you to sing it. But I don't. <laughs> well, it's playing. You better sing it. So that's how our relationship is in the, in the whole karaoke world is he challenges me outside of my comfort zone. Now, I always talk about comfort zones and getting out of them. So now I know I can oh. sing country songs and things like that. Let's talk about your latest out of your box comfort zone. What did you do to it? Because we haven't talked about it on the show. We put her out of her comfort zone. To, she says it's outside of her comfort zone. However, I don't think it is. It wasn't after I got in it. So <laughs> is that going to be your new bag? I was asked to come. Uh, I was actually asked to go to Georgia to host another burlesque show. So really? that was, was my outside of the boxes here in Colorado. I was asked to host a burlesque show and I went, out of the box, something I've never done before, wearing sexy clothes, and I've never done that kind of sex appeal thing. And I went up and did this hosting. I had no idea what to do. I couldn't pronounce half the names of the, the dancers <laughs> because they're very exotic names. Right. And Brian, uh, it was at the between dancers, someone says, keep stalling, they're not ready. And Brian put in a song and I just started singing. And then he put in another song. I started singing until they told, told us that they were ready. And then what happened is between every dancer, I sang like three snippets snippet, of a song yeah. or two. And it, what it did is it kept the energy going. And it was a fabulous, fabulous event. The dancers were amazing. <clears throat> What's the name of the burlesque troupe? It was the first Black Review uh, here the in Black, Black Diamond Cabaret. Black Diamond Cabaret. And it was yes. so much fun. So I was asked to come back and do it again and then later. But while I was in Georgia, I was asked to host a burlesque show. You didn't tell me that one. No, okay, I so is this going to be your new bag? It Hosting might, burlesque shows. It might be because I love Broadway and I love uh, those big songs. And they're <laughs> perfect in burlesque. It, That's it, an interesting. It might turn be mom's brand new bag. Because I love performance, I love to sing, but I also love to highlight other people. So it gave me a little bit of everything I love to do all at once. Well, that's like I at one point I was going to be a DJ on a radio show of some sort, and I did have a radio show at one point, but it was all similar to what we do now, and this was quite Very a few years formal. ago. Yeah, a little more formal, businessy kind of thing. But it was one of those things where I kind of liked the idea of it because it gave me all of those things that I liked, mm -hmm. all wrapped up into a nice little thing. Well, needless to say, that was not a brand new bag, and it didn't last very long. <laughs> but it was something worth trying. So, and, and that's another thing too. If you've got something, just at least try it, right? Basically. We we only live once. Why not try it? And you'll hear me say it. There is no try. There's only a do or a do not. So when you say you're trying, you are. Embrace the fact that you are doing what you wanted to do. And I, I, I'm i such a big believer in jumping, jumping and testing the water. I did that burlesque show on a, on a fluke. I mean, really, I wanted to see, one, could I wear a corset? <laughs> two, you know, could I do that? Could I be sexy in between sh uh, scenes without being too risque? And so I was able to stay in clothing. I did not undress, but 
Well, that would take you forever to get out of that outfit. But <laughs> Actually, it was one snap and it would have all come off. Oh. <laughs> but what's so cool about it was it gave me a new avenue to express the passion for music that I have. And you have found a way to outlet your love of music. But here's the thing about Brian that most people don't know. Brian reads people. So just like he does with his business and insurance, he reads people, he understands them, he sees their background, that kind of thing. He does it even faster, even in a karaoke bar. He listens to them sing. He <laughs> listens to them talking. And he says, you know what? These, this song would really go well with your voice and the, the, the personality you have and what you portray. And he will put on a song and dagnab it if he's not right. He has been able to. I haven't. And honestly, I have an ear. That's why sometimes I remember people is not by their name or by what they do. I recognize them by their voice first. Yeah, he has. An and ear. I mean, it's not something that I do all the time because I have another skill, too. And that is reading rooms for people. OK, so if I read a room that you occupy a lot i can actually read you read that room and tell what kind of personality you are and i know there's some people other people that can do it too but i learned the fact that you can't make presumptions on everything also because if you make presumptions that gets you in trouble yes makes it yeah you have to be willing to hear what i have to say because if i say something that's wrong yeah it really creates a bad relationship i've i've, I've learned that too well, he's done really well for me in my songs. He's actually helped Dakota's on the line here, if he's still there. Dakota, when he's like, you know, Dakota, if you pull back a little bit on this part of the song and just be more of you, you'll nail it. Dakota nails his songs now. I mean, just that. Not all the time. <laughs> but still, he nails the ones that he's like, that he becomes just himself again. It's just right. beautiful. And so I love watching Brian in that element, even though it's his brand new bag side gig for the past two years, and he's still an insurance agent. He has an ear for people, passion, music, and where they fit. And it sounds really crazy, but you'll just mm -hmm. have to come and experience. I would it make a, I would make a good um, what are they, not a producer, but um, the ones who search out people. They look for new talent. Oh yeah. Uh, not a talent director. What do they call that? Like an agent or something. Talent search. Yeah, talent search. Yeah, I'd make a good. He, he can't. He he can barely sing, but he can hear. Oh, I can't sing for dog. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs will howl at the moon when I sing. <laughs> but that's what's so cool about doing things that you just love, and then finding where you fit in it. Because he does it so naturally. All of us think he's like, oh my gosh, amazing. And he's like, I'm mm -hmm. just playing with the board everybody else does that oh, I, I moved this thing because it sounded better i mean he does that kind of stuff and he downplays it but we at at buzz crow bistro here in colorado springs hi jen plug for jen yes we and dean and dean we we appreciate the fact that we can go in there and sound amazing and so if you are in the colorado area colorado springs area come out and see us on tuesday and thursday night because mm -hmm. i think the karaoke contests are still going and they're going on in denver and every once in a while he goes up to denver and oh our finals is the are the the, the 18th of june yes no may oh geez the bar coming. the bar finals are next week they're coming up fast so yeah so we just dated this but yeah sorry about that well the thing is is go go have fun karaoke world championship go have fun mm -hmm. find what you do naturally and see if there's something you can do by adding that into your business or whatever, because we need to be able to feed our souls in whatever we're doing. 
Brian feeds his with music. I feed mine and with Facebook song. slots. And, and, <laughs> and apparently he also feeds it with uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. I like Pokemon Go. But he's a numbers guy. And I wonder if that's why he does so well with sound, because he hears the sound and knows something has to go down. And it's there's, a still a number. There's no game. math in there. I know, but there's still a number. Now, if you get into the digital, the digital world where you have digital mixers and things like that, yes, there's a lot of numbers in there. Mm -hmm. But as far as numbers with what I do on a no, manual but, but basis. But you are still doing has to go down. Has yeah, to I'm go like 24. I can notch. see all those things that, you know, where they put everything together and all the lines. Could... Wasn't that 24 where they always showed that? I don't watch TV. So that's an old show. Come on now. Okay. I trust you. But that's the whole thing is he does. <laughs> you need to bring that, bring that tone down a little bit. Bring it down a notch. All right. 30 or, second commercial for you. Quit talking about me. Oh, well, 30 second commercial. Unapologetic speaker camp will be coming to Colorado Springs on April 9 through 11. And that is my speaker boot camp. If you want to improve your speaking and your stage presence, if you want to wow the audience, and if you even just want to, make your 30-second bling at any networking meeting sound a little bit better. And where do they get tickets? Come to my speaker camp. Just go to michellemoras.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-M-R-A-S.com. It'll pop up and then you can click the little button, say I'm interested, and it'll bring you to the page with all the details of what's happening at the Unapologetic Speaker mm -hmm. Camp. I would love to see you August 9 through 11. If you want to be on Mental Shift, which is my show, our video has stopped. Uh, just go to, well, say you want to be a VIP and then you can come to be a guest on Mental Shift because we are filming live with a studio audience on August 12th. And there's networking at that event too. There's a lot of networking. We will have, a, we'll have a pre-event too called Amplifluence where we invite the movers and shakers of the Colorado area and come out there and meet people here in the Colorado right. area. And, and then in August, Come see us in Kansas City. Kansas City. And what's the name? Be the best you. Becoming the best, becoming you. The best you. And that is August 20, uh, 24, 25, 26 in Kansas City. Something like that. It's that weekend. It is 24, 25, 26. Okay. I don't remember the numbers. Because I think I'm flying out after that. Anyways, have a great week, everybody. Now, wait a minute. One more thing we got to mention in this one that we've never mentioned before. Oh, yes. If you are interested in having either one of us or both of us as a pair, as one of a, a keynote or a speaker at your mm -hmm. event, just reach out to Denim and Pearls on Facebook or go email us. No, I do Facebook because we get those. We get those fast. We're terrible at looking yeah. at the email. Just, just message us on Facebook and say, are you guys, in? are you, uh, are you available to speak at my event? And we will gladly, because we're both keynote speakers. Yep. And, uh, and we work well together. We, we play nice together. Yes, and we're kind of funny together, actually. No, so, just me. I saw that. <laughs> what was that for? <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> no, see, you're too professional. I'm the funny one. Oh, so we're Abbott and Costello. I'll be the straight person and you'll be the crazy one. Sounds good. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so the next time you're out looking for someone to come speak at your event, reach out to Denim and Pearls. You can say, hey, I only want Michelle, and then Brian can come in, or I only want Brian, and then Michelle can come in, and then we can do our little thing. She talks real well to the guys. I talk real well to the ladies. How's that? Okay. Sounds good to me. Have <laughs> a great week, everybody, and we will see you on Denim and Pearls next week. Time. Until then, be the best version of you unapologetically and peace. Peace out.